Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Mental Sweet Spot podcast. Help your team trust their training. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm Melanie Rushy and I'll be joined shortly by my business partner, Alicia Smith, to discuss how she coached the mental game with her team this season. If you're a podcast returner, thank you so much for joining again. This is the final week before postseason and the team is finally setting into their routines. In this episode, we discuss developing a new routine between games to improve second game performance, dealing with fatigue and weather without making excuses, Trusting your training and keeping things simple going into postseason, reflecting on the growth so far this season, and creating an environment where your players don't feel afraid to tell you what they need. Stick with us through the end to get today's freebie, which is a little different. Today we give you a challenge that will simulate the pressures and excitement of big games and challenge your players to focus on the little things. Before we get to the show, I'd love to share a new and exciting opportunity for coaches. This episode is brought to you by the Mental Training Academy. If you want to provide mental training for your girls by having a consultant work with your teams a little too pricey, consider joining the Academy. For just $20 a month or $200 a year, you get access for the entire year to all eight courses, drills, practice plans, a community of like-minded coaches sharing ideas and tips, and virtual access to us to ask us any questions you have about implementing the mental game. To learn more and join the waitlist, head to mentalsweetspot.com forward slash Academy. Now back to the show. Let's jump in. How okay. did this week go? What did you work on? What went well? What do you want to work on more? Sure. So the week, the theme of the week was consistency because we just, <clears throat> we've just had a lot of tale of two double headers where we do really well one double header and not well the second. Um, so we practiced on Monday, but the weather's just been so crazy. So it rained for five straight days here: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So we had to be inside and just hit. Um, so then we played Tuesday and the field, even though it had been about 24 hours since it had rained, was really mushy. It was almost not playable, um, but we decided to go ahead and play because it was our last home game. So it was senior night. It was, we retired a number, so we had a lot of things going on. So, um, But we played uh, – the team, I think, is a team that traditionally hasn't been as strong, but um, – came out and probably they probably are fielding one of the best teams they've ever ever had so they so it was uh maybe a little bit closer i think than the kids expected it to be but we did win the first game uh 10 ground that team the first game and then we had our little ceremony and then the second game kind of the same thing where we just we weren't as strong we ended up winning but we had to come from behind so um on wednesday we had an away game and we really pounded that into them that consistency was the key. I think not making excuses, because um, I know even though sometimes when I say it in my head, it does sound like one, but there's a lot of external things that are going on. It's a little bit emotional for the seniors. You know, you have a lot of people there. It's just a different schedule, things like that. So on Wednesday, excuse me, on Monday, we had talked about developing a new routine. I think it was important that one of the things we talked about was we have a very steady routine before every game. So every game, you know, they have their warm-up and they have their routine. And then in the second game, in between, we have the, the meals and the talking, and it just wasn't good. So we tried to develop a new routine, and I talked to them about that on Monday, that what, we're, what we want you to do is grab your food, come back in the dugout, and I want you to pull out your notebooks, and I want you to write something that you learned and something you did really well. Well, they said, well, coach, it's senior night. And I said, oh, okay, you're right. So that takes precedence, you know, on Tuesday. So on Wednesday, we started that routine. Um, and we kind of stayed, we did stay outside the dugout, but we were all sitting there as a team and, uh, they ate and they wrote down in their notebooks and they went back on the field and did a small warm up of the sinking. 
So the first game we won 11 to zero, and then the second game we came out and scored six runs in the first inning. There it is. Like, Yay! Okay. <laughs> like that. I just wanted them to continue, right? Because we had hit really well in the first game, continue right through into the second game, and that's what they did. So big win. Um, so we ended up winning the game. And the game was probably about an hour away. So by the time they got home, it was closer to nine. Um, and then we had uh, our last game was the very next day, again, about an hour away or so. So um, this spring, I don't get it. It's either snowing, raining or 98 degrees. Like it's just there's no in between. So so all of a sudden, you know, as you remember, when you lived in Michigan, like it never sorry, hardly ever gets above 90 here. Like right. It's it's a rare a thing. So. Um, I guess that's the, the nice, that's kind of like we pay the price in the winter and then we get these beautiful summers. So the spring has been freezing cold and rainy and we've had a couple of really nice days and then it just, the rack, the heat just ratchets way up. So it, it got to over 80, 85 degrees on Thursday, but the place that we played has all infield turf field, uh, outfield and infield turf. And if you've ever played on a turf field, it's about 10 degrees warmer on the field than it is Minimum. outside the field. So <laughs> Here, this is our sixth game in three days, fifth, our fifth and sixth game in three days. It's hotter than blue blazes. And, you know, the kids do well during the summertime in that heat because they play all summer and around the country where it's hot. But you have to acclimate to that. And we haven't had that yet. So, you know, they were just tired. And we, we played a great game the first game. We lost one to nothing. So, I mean, anytime you're in a game that's really close like that, it's a good game and it could go either way. So, we did not hit at all, though, um, and didn't adjust. It was a really good pitcher, and we just didn't adjust to her. And then the second game was a close battle. I think we lost 10 to 8, So, but better with energy. And I said, these are the games that we schedule for a reason, right? We put you in a tough situation, and I can't predict the weather, but we're against a really good team. It's hot, and this is where you have to practice digging deep. Right? You want those situations for those kids before postseason. So mm -hmm. they did much better the second game with their energy level and things like that, but you could tell they were just exhausted. So I went back and forth a hundred times whether we give them Friday off because on Memorial Day weekend, we never play um, mm -hmm. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. So some teams play in tournaments on Saturday and some teams play doubleheader on Friday. So we said, do we practice or not? Do we practice or not? And part of me said yes, part of me said no. So we finally decided as a staff that we were going to give them the day off because we, we kind of came to the conclusion that one day of practice isn't going to change anything. Mm -hmm. um, and rest right now is probably, and maybe just time away, because they've only had one other day off all year long. I'm not a big person to give days off, but mm -hmm. I think one, you have to earn it, and two, it has to be at the right time and the right spot. Yeah. So we decided it was the best thing. So. We did have a team dinner scheduled, so we went ahead and did that anyway. And not everyone came because once they knew they had the day off, they had other things to do. We had a grad party this weekend and things. So um, I did see them on Friday evening because the mom had us also had all the food, so we have to come okay. eat it. And I did see them on Friday for about an hour at team dinner, and they have a pep in their stuff. They were so happy that yeah. so when they are that relieved, I know it was the right decision. Yeah. So. Um, Starting today for the next three days, it'll be 90 plus. So uh, tomorrow being the warmest day at 96. So um, I've had to just pound in them um, hydration, oh, yeah. um, staying cool, not going outside with these. Because one of the kids were like, oh, I'm going to go tubing this weekend. I was like, uh, probably not the best choice. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do with your life. However, think about these. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so you know what I mean? So the, um, I don't think they realize at that age what kind of um, energy suck the sun can oh, be. Oh, yeah. Number one. And number two, um, hydration is um, so important as an athlete, but they just don't quite, I think, get it all the time, especially when it's that hot. And I told them a story about in 2011 during the district championship when I had one of my kids um, go into a little bit of a heat stroke and she had to be pulled off the field and put into a tub of ice. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to, it doesn't matter how good of an athlete you are. You have to mm-hmm. be hydrated. You have to be rested. You have to stay inside. So we are practicing tomorrow, but I said it'll be a short practice. You can wear shorts tomorrow. Um, we will have scheduled breaks every 10 to 15 minutes for water. We will do some reps and go home. Yeah. Um, but it would be good for them to prep for the Tuesday game because that's mm-hmm. what we're going to play in. Yep. So that's our focus right now is only Tuesday. Um, it's now we're in postseason, so lose and go home, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think mentally the break that they had will probably be more worth it than I think I realized. So um, I think they're ready for postseason. You know, this is kind of what the seniors live for. It's what mm-hmm. I live for. It's the best part of the year. Yeah. And it's it's kind of bring your best. So I'm overall very happy with them and where they're at. I feel good about where we're at. Um, of course, there's things we can always improve on, but um, we are what we are at this stage. There's nothing that's going to be a whole lot different. So I'm just going to have them rely on their experience from this past year and only focus on those awesome, positive things that they've done all year and, and move forward. Awesome. Well, I love the way it worked out. Um covering all these topics throughout season because really how little time we actually have like, I feel like we covered all of the mental basics at least the ones that like they needed at that moment at the right time right and I'm excited to just like now let go and like see what they can do for postseason yeah, yeah. and that's kind of my philosophy too like I kind of feel like at this point my job my job of course there's the tweaks and there's the of course. but a lot of it is I have the best seat in the house coaching third base mm-hmm. or sitting at the edge of the dugout, just watching, yep. you know, because they know it, they know what to do. They've been through all of this for the last, some of them four years, some of mm-hmm. them just a few months, but you know, they have moments where it's all clicked. So if they can just bring it together, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I think if we try to do too much and essentially over coach, we're blocking their brains from being able to play free. You know, I'm just putting too much in there and they can't, the brain can't process too much at once. So just right. let them do what you have exactly. already taught them. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm really excited. Like I said, I love this part, but it, just the watching the growth, I think. And if, you know, kind of, I think on Monday we'll take some time to reflect a little bit mm-hmm. and step back to say, Hey, this is where we started. This is where we're at. Love and, that. Uh, yeah. And just kind of, you, you have to also kind of, as a coach, take a step back and I think, see where we've started from. Because I, I remember those first few weeks, I, I didn't know, like, it's just like, really, like, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And you, tr- you keep pushing. And sometimes I think you, you are so focused in on the details as a coach day to day to day. And then you get the setbacks and the cancellations and you, you don't have the practice time that you want. You lose sight of eight, nine weeks, 10 weeks ago or whatever, look where we were. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the growth part that you have to really, you know, make sure that you also tell them this is a mm-hmm. very big accomplishment. Yeah. So, you know, we, that's one of our, that's one of our uh, whys, right? Feeling accomplished. So go back to those being, if they can play fearless and be resilient, those two words always stick out to me the most. Mm-hmm. Wow. They are really good. 
yeah. that are really good and they can and they can do it. It's mm -hmm. just when those those doubts set in and those other things that that sometimes happen or mm -hmm. they play too tight that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Um, so the theme was consistency. And of course, a million things happen that ruin the like physical consistency of like having a plan, whether uh, which facility you're in, where you are working, and then just everything else going on in their lives. So what helps keep that sense of consistency when you still had to be flexible and adjust? Um, I think it's just kind of the way we talked to them about, I mean, first of all, they read something about being consistent and it also talked about the level of focus, you know, the mm -hmm. types of things you can control and things like that. So in, in those moments at practice, we just simply say, you guys are just, you just need reps. You just need reps and that's what we're going to continue to give you. And in fact, on Monday, we brought in some local community college pitchers to be able to throw live to our hitters. So, but it's inside in a pole barn in a cage, the light over where the hitters stand is broken. So it's just like, you know, it's dark. Yeah. You know, all you do is I just tell them, look guys, today we're just getting your reps. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a theme that, and the verbiage that I switched to when it comes to postseason. like tomorrow, I said, tomorrow, you're just going to get your reps mm -hmm. because it's, we're not going to do any, you're, it's, the same basic things of swinging the bat, fielding and throwing is just repetition mm -hmm. and they feel comfortable yeah. with repetition. Yeah. And I, I feel like if you can really pound that in, that translates to repetition, repetition, you become consistent yeah. and consistent in your thoughts, consistent in your, you know, the way you feel the ball, but mm -hmm. they like routine. Mm -hmm. All teams, all ages love routine. And I all think humans. that, <laughs> yeah, over the years, I've tried sometimes to do too much in postseason practice mm -hmm. and, yeah. It's like that. That's why I love having a coaching staff because I see one thing and mm -hmm. boy, are they really good at saying, Hey, Alicia, I just think they need their, they're ready. Like they're ready. They just need their reps. They just need to feel comfortable and consistent. So that's kind of what we preach during these practices. Um, no matter where we are. And, and those, those things can throw you off even as a coach, but if it mm -hmm. lets, if you let it throw you off, then what do you think they're going to feel? Right? So you have to make sure you're consistent no matter where, what well, we're just inside today, going to get your reps. Yeah. I think going to that, like you mentioned, like we don't want to make excuses. Of course we don't, but there are reasons for why things are happening differently. So I think if we look at it, like weather is an excuse if you don't do anything about it. Uh, being tired is an excuse if you don't find a way to push through. Right. But I think it's okay to admit I'm freaking tired or like this weather sucks and it's going to be yeah. very hot. But yeah. then moving to the next step. Okay, all right. How are you going to deal with it? Like that's the consistency piece. Exactly. Exactly. And actually we kind of talked about that too, a little bit, um, in between games on, on Thursday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hot. We know it. It's going to be hot during postseason. Like obviously yep. not knowing, but we have had some really warm, uh, uh, days, obviously coming into June. Um, we've also played on, uh, Michigan's field where the outfield is turf. It's much warmer mm. there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we've even switched the, um, they even they even brought up a really good point coach like sometimes the in-between meals are too much we just have too much food instead of having a full-blown meal we just need snacks yeah. I said okay great and la excuse me last year we did that for postseason where we only mm -hmm. had fruit little packages of cheese protein so i've asked all yeah. the parents you know we're not going to do any more meals especially when it's warm they just need a little bit of energy fruit and water mm -hmm. lots of water so um, I'm even got my big glass today and counting my ounces too. Cause you know, co it goes for coaches. Absolutely. You know, so. 
hydration is critically important for them. So it's little things like that. Sometimes that, that that's why I think the feedback from them is really important mm -hmm. because they will tell you and they know what's best for them. And I even pulled aside some of my older kids, seniors, said, hey, what do you feel about practicing on Friday? This was on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And you could tell they said, well, I think it depends on how tomorrow goes. Mm -hmm. They fully know. They're aware. So then after I talked to one or two of them on Friday as well, you know, exactly what you said. They admitted they're tired and that's okay. I think my pitcher mm -hmm. just told me yesterday she took a 15-hour nap. I'm like, that's not a nap. <laughs> that's not a nap. <laughs> I mean, so that means you're tired, right? That means you needed the rest. So that just yeah. reiterates the fact that I think that giving them that extra day is really important. So Absolutely. I, I don't underestimate or don't underestimate the power of giving, getting feedback from your kids. Mm -hmm. I, I, I believe that they're going to tell you what they truly think is best for them. I think that is so, because you show them that you trust them and believe them. If you approach your players with, skepticism and always being cynical and snarky they're not going to feel comfortable yeah. telling you the truth right. it's going to be right. they only tell you when it's too late and they're exhausted <laughs> like yes i think that's building that relationship earlier mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah because if, if they're you don't want them to be afraid to tell you they're tired because i sometimes can see it in them but but again, you can be really focused on only like the end goal or, or whatever and lose sight of those little things that really make a difference. I remember the last time we gave them a day off. I was like, a day off before a game? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Never in my life have I done that. Mm -hmm. But I did, and they came back, and they played some of the best ball they ever had. And they thanked me for for giving, giving them the day off. And I told you, I think I told you this in the other Facebook Live, that my catcher woke up that morning and read the text and cried because she was so happy. <laughs> Like they really, that really means something to them. I agree with you. That relationship is really important and, mm -hmm. and getting that feedback from them, but that just doesn't come overnight. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm really glad we did. I, I even was not glad I took a nap on Friday too. So, you know, it's, just, it's a, it's a different exhausting, I think for the coaches, it's mm -hmm. more mental and emotional exhaustion yeah. that comes, um, for their, from them, it's both physical and mental. So yeah, breaks, breaks sometimes are the best thing. Absolutely. I mean, other sports, like I had a running roommate, especially like taper is a thing. Right. Like they plan weeks where they don't run very much at all. Like they could be running like 20 miles at a time and then drop it down to two to three and it's okay. on purpose. So if that works physically, I absolutely believe it works mentally too. Yep. And I think it helps you regain your focus a little bit because when you're physically absolutely. tired, that changes your mental, right. And I could see that a little bit on, um, in in on the in the game on Thursday, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Emily, uh, she was thrown the first inning and she got out of it only giving up one run, but she went to give me a high five and I could just see the sweat dripping off her palm. And <laughs> she is, I love this kid. She is five foot three. She is and she has small hands, so she needs every inch, every square inch of her hand, right, in order to grip that ball. So when her hand gets wet, it's not good. So mm -hmm. um, it was just, so she got a rosin bag out of her bag, went out in the mound, and then no problems the rest of the game. And she threw probably one of the best games she's thrown all year. So she, we're also working on that, kind of ramping up ramping up her a little bit too, so she can make, so we're, she's conditioned and prepared. So she started the second game, and mm -hmm. we said, look, this is only for your building your endurance a little bit. You tell us when you're ready to, to be done. Yeah. So that kind of trust. 
We mm-hmm. we told her the reason why we're not we're not here to have you pitch seven innings. We're here to get some endurance in you. And she mm-hmm. now, as a senior, understands that. So she said, "Okay, coach, th- this is it. Okay, great. We have two other pitchers that can throw. We did. We were successful with that. So that's another part of that relationship piece that's really critical." Yeah, and that speaks to the other side, and then the balance of giving rest is pushing them enough to build the endurance, both mentally and physically. Like if you only practice two days a week and take off the other three before yeah. games, you're not going to get very far. Exactly. So it's not, it can't go too far either way. Right. And I think that pushing comes earlier in the season. Yeah, agreed. Do those types of things and um, maybe even physically, but the, but the arm of a pitcher and the arm of a catcher are the two, mm-hmm. one, two arms that I usually have to watch the most, but clearly yep. pitching. Um, when you have to manage that for postseason is a different thought process, especially in high school. Uh, every coach has a different philosophy when it comes to it. Some pitchers throw every inning of every game in, in regular season. I'm fortunate enough to have three pitchers on staff. Use them. Because one, you know, you can't ride one person. Two, you can't burn them out. And three, you just never know when they have to step up. So um, it's that balance. It's really important. But I manage my team in the regular season for postseason mm-hmm. I mean, every year. That's just what, that's what we do. Cause we're fortunate enough to be in that position. So mm-hmm. this year was a little bit different because we had three pitchers and because of the cancellations and the reschedules. So we either had really, really light weeks or really, really jam packed weeks. So mm-hmm. those are the weeks that you have to be careful with mm-hmm. managing all of that. And that comes with that give and take with the pitcher and the understanding yeah. and Hey, you're not going to pitch today because yeah. and as long as you kind of work that through with them, then, Right. So that, that, I guess, plays back to my last earlier point of consistency when things aren't really consistent. It's the message that needs to be consistent and the purpose. And then you adjust to everything else that's happening. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and that I think is a little bit harder for the younger kids to understand, but as Mm -hmm. they, like I said, my pitcher is now a senior. She's been through this three other times. She's heard the same thing from me for four years now. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. uh, you understand, I really want to pitch this game. I get it, but big picture, okay. You know, <laughs> may not like it, but she understands it. And I think yeah, it's awesome. I agree. All right, going into next week, we're not going to have a theme because we're going to just play and react. But what are some things you have in the back of your mind that you want to keep an eye out for to keep them sharp? I just think confidence. I think mm. at the end of the day, I want them to be absolutely fearless when they go out there. And, and I can see the confidence of individuals and the confidence of the team ebb and flow. It's not so drastic now as it was earlier, but I want to make sure that I'm watching their confidence level. And that's where I think it's really important that the coaches have nothing but positive right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you get on it. It doesn't matter. You know, you can get on them earlier for all that, but now my message will switch a little bit to be all positive right now mm. because they don't need any little anything. They need everything positive to build that confidence. And, and I think that comes from me down to the coaching staff throughout everyone on the team. And I think that's really, really important. I'm a big cheerleader in postseason. That's all I am. And if they need a little bit of, you know, tweak or fix just because that's something that they need, I might pull them aside. Hey, just make sure blah, move on. Mm-hmm. And that's all. But um, that message does become a little bit different for me because at this stage in the game, it is not for a lack of effort or a lack of hustle Mm-mm. because if they're doing that, then I'm, it's just, it doesn't happen at this stage. You know what no. I mean? Because the stakes are different. The stakes are yeah. higher. So now um, I think it's just watching that confidence piece. I like that. 
That's all we've got for this episode. Be sure to check out your free challenge at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash episode 11. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. We truly hope you're enjoying the show. If so, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes or on our site at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash reviews. Let us know what you've learned and how you've implemented the tactics with your players. Thanks again for joining us. Hope to see you next time.